Viewpoint, weekdays, 8 to 10 p.m. on SAFM. On the viewpoint, SAFM. Have you ever had your insurance claim declined, rejected? Have you ever found out after the fact that what you thought you were covered for, you don't have? Why is car insurance on its own more expensive than car and home contents insurance? What's the difference between insurance and why should there be gap cover? What's the difference between paying access, what is access, and what is a zero access insurance package? These are some of the questions. One gentleman who is going to answer them this evening. His name is Mr. 
Sekhubula Tobakale of Refined Wealth. He's an insurance specialist. He's a broker in that space. And he's going to come and answer some financial wellness questions as to things that many of us probably have or think they have, but oftentimes find surprises when they least want them, least expect them, and certainly it would, it would be after the fact. It's 10 past. We've got another 35 minutes or so with Mr. Sekhubula of Refined Wealth. So any questions, comments, anything to do with insurance, anything to do with insurance, from a risk management perspective to the peace of mind, you are actually at least buying in your mind. Whether or not in reality that's what you've brought, we don't know. But from risk management to the peace of mind and to having your claim not rejected, but paid out in full and meeting the expectations of what you think your premium would have been buying you all along. The man to answer those questions is here in studio. So give us a call on 0891 WhatsApp voice notes on 0614-104-107. At SAFM Viewpoint, I mean, sorry, at SAFM Radio, that's the handle on Twitter. Otherwise, the hashtag is SAFM Viewpoint. My name is Song Azuma Bekze. Good evening, Mr. Tobakale Gunjani. I'm the appeal I'm for it. <laughs> How, how's my closer? <laughs> it couldn't be better even if you tried. It was perfect. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you very much. What is short-term insurance? What do we buy? What do we buy? We're buying into a stock fell, basically. Um, it might be named um, Outsurance. Uh, that stock fell might be named uh, Momentum, Discovery, Alexander Forbes, or Hollard, for that matter. So everybody, what they do is they're buying into a pool where they are contributing according to their risk level. So if we put it in the stock fell, you know, fashion, we may say that if if we decide there's 10 of us and we want to make sure that our cars are, you know, um, uh, are repaired should we have an accident, we may decide that we're going to insure cars that are worth a certain value. And once they go over a certain value and once the driver is of a certain age and of a certain um, sex and has been driving for a certain period of time um, and has a particular uh, marital status, we may decide that you know that this person will pay less and the other one will pay more and the other one will pay in the middle or the other one will pay the base the base the base price so basically you're buying peace of mind you're buying like you said in your introduction you're buying cover. And that cover may come in different ways. You know, that cover comes in terms of comprehensive cover. Um, it comes in limited cover. It comes in uh, basic uh, third-party cover only. Or it might come with, you know, in terms of vehicles, like you were saying, uh, limited cover would be your third-party fire and theft without covering the accident portion of of, of of the risk that you may carry by driving your vehicle in the street. I'm going to encourage the callers to call us and actually ask you any question that they might have. But... Invariably, short-term insurance is an elusive concept to a lot of the people because, first of all, the one thing that insurance companies do is they try and get you to sign within 15 minutes. <laughs> but the terms and conditions and the coverage itself yes. is about 15 pages. Yeah, You don't have the opportunity to apply your mind to what it is that you read. Yeah. Some of the terms that are used, it's jargon that mm-hmm. is particular and peculiar to people in the industry. Mm-hmm. And a lot of those persons are oftentimes first-time insurance buyers who have mm-hmm. just recently graduated from school. Sure or who have the sufficient financial buffers to then be able to buy this luxury that insurance is. So effectively, there's information asymmetry, yes? Information asymmetry between what you are told you are getting to what you understand to be buying. And as a result, too many people are disappointed. 
how can we mitigate that i suppose that is the question i'm getting at what are the bare essentials that one ought to know up front before engaging either a broker or the insurance company itself all right um think, thanks uh, to to technology um you know today you know in the beginning people had only one way of buying insurance people could buy insurance um through their broker and that broker would generally be employed by a particular <clears throat> excuse me by a particular insurance company so they become an agent of of that of that insurance company and they will only sell that that uh, product that you know that particular let's say for example uh, momentum that momentum provides um, but today we have, you know, cell phones and we have technology in terms of uh, telecom, uh, telecommunications. So people are able to call into direct call centers where they can be sold those policies. And, and the last option that is available um, also is that people are able to go online and buy insurance online. You know, the likes of my way do use such platforms to do that. But, but if you look at all of them and if you want to get read, like you were saying, of this whole 15 minutes talk, that results in 58 pages of a contract that you have signed to after the having that 45 minutes or whatever the case may be yes is to solicit the the services of a broker because when you're working with a broker you you're not having a hit and run type of situation where you know somebody talks to you over the phone and they explain to you what they've been told in terms of the script which it's regarded as as important that you must know but then you are able to have a conversation one-on-one -on -one with somebody who can come and visit you once or twice or have conversations with you at your leisure um, and, 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 and elaborate everything that, that what you're, you know, about what you are buying. Yes. Firstly, you know, explain that you are not buying the premium. So I'm not, I'm not having this conversation with you because we're trying to get you a cheaper premium. Um, I'm not a risk. Um, I'm not the one who's underwriting the risk. <clears throat> but I'm, I'm the one who's bringing you close to those who underwrite risks. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking the time to go and do the research on your behalf and find out, firstly, what sort of cover do you need? You know, do you have a car? Do you have a bike? Do you have a trailer? Do you have a house? Do you have furniture in that house? Do you have children? Do they have clothes? Do you have, you know, those type of things. Once I've, I've understood what am I talking to? Who am I talking to? <clears throat> You know, in terms of Sengoza, where he stays, and all those things. In, what is what is at risk? Should anything happen to to those things? What is the value of those things in Sengoza's life? And then, once we've determined the value of your assets in your life, then we get to the point where we now do a proper needs analysis. Once we have done that proper needs analysis, then we do quotations with the information that you've given to us. And the reason why brokers or, or call center agents or online services will always talk about a quotation is because you have to give it information for it to use the, 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 the information and give you a premium. So mm. a broker cannot promise you a cheaper premium. Um, or even a call center agent cannot promise you a cheaper premium. Or even an advert on TV cannot promise you a, a cheaper premium. But what will promise you a cheaper premium is once you have looked at what is it that you want to insure, what is it that you need to insure and what is it that you can afford? And once you know what is it that you can afford across four or five insurance companies, if you're working with a broker, yeah. if you're willing to do it yourself, you have to call four or five insurance and do that, you know, and make sure that 
if company one is giving me a premium of a thousand rands, company three giving me one thousand five hundred rands, and the company five is giving me a thousand rands, what is the difference? What is the excess that I'm looking at? What is the cover that I'm good I'm getting for the thousand rands as compared to the two thousand rands that I'm that I'm being requested to pay? We have a caller on the line from Durban, Daniel. Good evening, Daniel. Uh, good evening, sir. Thank you for taking my call. Sure. I've just two quick questions. I've taken, you know, I'm very wary about these telephone uh, insurances that we take. I've taken a policy years back. Uh, it was a funeral cover. And uh, when I looked at it, I'm visually impaired. And when I got the cover, I didn't read through it or didn't get somebody to read. After three years, I got somebody to read it. And the cover it told me was a funeral cover. And they never told me it was only death through accident. When my friend told me that when I phoned the company, I said, I want a recording of it, but the guy never told me that. They didn't get two months I was trying to get the recording. Nobody came back to me. And all of a sudden, they put, put them, uh, whatever I paid for the three years, they put it back into my account and they canceled the policy. In fact, I could have claimed the policy. I wanted to claim the policy. I didn't realize they put the money in. And I saw they had extra money and I spent it. Then after that, when I phoned them, they said, no, they put my money back. But they never gave me interest on the three years that I paid. So we've got to be very careful what policies we take over the phone. And my second question is, uh, you know, recently I've been trying to get a funeral cover as well. And uh, with these phones, they ask you your account number. You don't know who you give me your account. I said, yeah. no, you don't put a stop order. You give me your account number. And I will go to my bank and put a stop order, and they refuse to do that. So why can't they do that? So I don't know who's taking my account number and uh, putting a stop order in my account. They can put in any amount. Sure, absolutely. Okay, thank you so much, Daniel, for calling. Uh, Mr. Tobakale is going to respond, and perhaps I just wish to preface whatever the question might be and the response is going to be from Sekhobola. Please, listeners at home, do not at all confuse this as actual financial services. It isn't. This is no more than a conversation about understanding the industry itself. There is no liability or claim or whatsoever it may arise that you will have against Songa Zomabekwe, Sekhobola Tobakale, or any agents of the SABC or the SABC itself. That sounds very insurance-like. Not you want to respond to that? You want to respond to that? No, I, I think I think it's a good thing that you're doing because most of the time that's the first conversation that people should have if you're going to buy any financial um, services, including funeral covers, short-term insurance, a life policy if you're buying one. That you know, you need to advise um, the one that is proposing to buy something from you. What is it that they are buying? Firstly, and and how are they going to benefit from it? So I think it's a good disclaimer that you've made. Yes, that this conversation is a non-advice type of conversation, but we're just discussing things in general um, in terms of you know the type of services that you can get and how you can use short-term insurance as a risk mitigation or risk management tool in your in your own life if if i may um the the, the questions the the or the rather i think there were more comments about you know the type of relationships or the type of service one might experience when when dealing through a call center um is that most people you know because you you're talking to somebody that has been talking to too many people in the day and it is possible that when you've been talking to somebody 
for 45 minutes that has been talking to 50 other people, they might actually forget, you know, what are they talking to you about at some time. So it is always very, very important whether you take a policy through your broker or you take it through the call center. And I'm not talking down on call centers um, that you always make sure that you read. And if you find that you have difficulties in going through what you're covered for and what you're not covered for, then you need to use the services of, a, of, a, of an insurance broker. Um, um, and, and services like, like Refined provide. But isn't that part of the problem, the fact that this person who is at the call center mm-hmm. agent is reading off a script? Yes. They learn not to apply their minds. They learn not to think. They are simply being told, when you hear this, this is the answer. Like following a flowchart diagram. That's number one. That's the first critique I have to that. But secondly, no one insurance product is the same as that of the next. Why then can I not, as the purchaser, put my proposals in writing and come to a point whereby we agree that this is what I'm buying and I have input into what I ultimately sign. Why is that not possible for these insurance companies to actually implement on behalf of what they say putting you first? I mean, I'm, I'm going there because I'm choosing them. Why can't I then determine what it is that I buy for myself? All right. Why uh, work off a standard template? Yeah, sure, sure. I, and, and, and I agree with you 100% because, you know, what? one thing personally that, that you know used to upset me before I got into this industry is that every time um, a call center agent consultant calls you or when you call them, the first thing that they ask you is that um, which card do you want to insure and how much do you want to pay? Because then the, the focus then becomes on how much I want to pay and which card do I have? But it's not the question of doing a proper needs analysis. Mr. S- Mr. Mabeko, you've come through to um, refined wealth. Um, how can we help you? Um, you know, what sort of needs do you have? What, what is it that you want to make sure that it is secured? Even if you're buying a, a funeral cover for 250,000 rands or you're insuring a car that is worth 25,000 rands, the reality is that should anything happen to that asset or should anything to happen to your life, you are able to be in a position where you are 250,000 rands less short of what financial needs you will have after the death of a parent. Um, you are 25,000 rands short of a car that you need to now replace and still have to find money to replace it. So even if you're able to save for a, a 250,000 rands car and put the money away and not transfer that risk, fine, that's well and good. But if you're going to transfer that risk to somebody else, you need to make sure that they have a conversation with you. It's not a, it's not a, a situation whereby you are being dictated on what to say. It must be a holistic conversation about, do you have children? Do they have medical aid? Do you have a life cover? Even if I'm a short-term insurance broker, it's important to make my clients aware of other financial services that are available within the industry uh, of financial services. You know, uh, Even though we're going to talk about your car, but I must ask you, do you have a retirement fund? Do you... Are you saving towards your your retirement? Are you are you putting money away should anything happen to you and and your and your spouse, you know, to, to your children and so on and so forth. So so proper cover. What you were saying is that why should why are you dictated? Then the 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 original way of doing insurance where an insurance client is actually was never called an insurance client. They were called a proposer and a policyholder. So you propose the cover and say this is what I have. And then once you've proposed and you've been given a rate and you have agreed with the terms and conditions with the insurer, then you get into a process where you become then a policyholder. 
and then as a policyholder, then you are able to engage. So why don't we go back to the proposer policyholder um, framing of this relationship? Because that's essentially what it is. Because because people in the industry have resorted to selling in, uh, insurance premium. So everybody tells you about the insurance premium that you will save, but they forget to tell you what is it that they forget to ask you the, the proper question. How can we help you in a real sense of, of, you know, what sort of cover do you propose? What do you have? What can we look at? So there's what merit when people say that these insurance companies are unscrupulous because they are just literally ticking boxes. They're ticking numbers. It is the way you can actually end up at the end up at the end of the day putting it up on 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 top of the insurance companies per se. It is it is the attitude of those that don't do what they're supposed to do properly. That is insurance brokers as well as call center agents. Um, um, if if I'm not mistaken, most of the online pro, you know uh, uh, online platforms that are available, mm. they give you options in terms of what is it that you want to insure, and they give you they show you everything. So they will show you vehicle. Do you want to insure a vehicle? Do you want to insure a car and so on? We're in conversation with Mr. Tsekhubula Tobakale of Refined Wealth. He's an insurance specialist broking in that space, talking to us about the X, the Y, and the Z of insurance. Any questions, any comments, anything that has ever bothered you, look at your insurance premium right now. I mean, look at your insurance package. Look at your policy right now. There must be a clause that you probably haven't even read and if you have read you might possibly not even understand it here's an opportunity for the balance of the next 20 or so minutes mr tobakale is here to answer those questions we're taking those calls on 0891 whatsapp voice notes 0614 mr tobakale why would i pay more if i insure just my car as opposed to insuring my car and home contents in other words, the exposure to the insurance company is more because of the assets that ought to be insured and their value as a result. Why then would that create my premiums to drop as opposed to increase? I've never understood that. The, ma- the majority of people in South Africa, if, 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 you'd, no- if you'd notice, is that, is that most people buy car insurance most of the time yes. or they will buy building cover. So when you buy a car and you get HP, then you know your 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 financier if it, it would then insist that you 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 cover that 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 high purchase you know um, you have with them, and and that's why most people buy insurance. And and the majority of people that have policies in the country are mostly drivers. So people are m- mostly insure insuring their vehicles. Then when you get, get to a mature level where you insure not just the vehicle that you, that you purchased and you were forced by a bank because you got high purchase to buy, um, you then start insuring as well as the property that you have in terms of your, your, your furniture, your, your contents of your house, as well as the house itself. Um, an insurer then sees you as more of being risk prudent. And as a result, they reward you for in combining your insurance with them instead of scattering it because you can buy, buy a house on a bond and insure it with a different insurer. But if you combine those things together, the insurer, like the pool that I was telling you about, you're mm. contributing more into the pool. Uh, you have a better risk in the pool and you're more prudent in, in terms of the way they look at until, you know, five years down the line and you've claimed every month. No, but you're not contributing <laughs> more to the pool. Yeah. Because I take out less money yeah. to put into the pool because yes. of car and home contents. Mm-hmm. But perhaps what I'm understanding you to say is that 
in the long term I am because I'm exhibiting or expressing the kind of sure, attitude sure, that sure. the pool wants. People 100%. who are responsible, who will look after their assets, who will look after their vehicles because they don't want to make that loss as a yes. result. Because of that loss, they yes. now have to dip yes. into the pool to create yes. the coverage or the insurance claim itself. Yes. Now, okay, on that, why? Because it is true. Yes. And, and I've done this test myself. Why is it that somebody who is... 35, who has post-grad qualifications, who is employed, practices sober habits, has got zero scores that would otherwise increase his or her premiums, who is black, pay more than somebody who has the same credentials who is white. That has happened. This is not in dispute now. The question is, why does that happen? Yeah, no, I would, I would, I would, I would beg to differ. Um, all these criteria that you've given me, uh, none of them determine your risk, uh, except for if you if you buying, of course, a life cover or retirement, uh, you know, annuity. Your your qualifications, your payment grade, as well as yeah, your qualification payment grade will 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 be taken into into consideration if you're buying. Um, so we, we can cancel those two. If you're buying a car insurance, the only thing in the list that you've given me is the fact that you're young um, and your, 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 your age. So your age will combine with how long have you had your license? What, what license code is it? If we talk about a vehicle, for example. So if you're going to come to me and you are 35 years old and you've got a C1 license, you're single, um, uh what else um you're driving a car that is high risk and 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 those things and those things um will will unfortunately you know you know result in in a a negative premium for you especially if you've never been insured before what the what the question is really why when people mm-hmm. Relatively speaking, mm-hmm. if not identical profiles, I've, I've, I've tested this, by the way. I mean, this is not something which I'm just saying it to be controversial for the sake. I've, sure. I've tested this. Sure. I've called, said this, and I mentioned my name. Okay. And then I called, mentioned a different name. Yeah. And the response was different. Granted, I might have probably have been speaking to a different call center agent, but it was okay. the same organization. Okay. Okay. And I come up with different quotations. Why is that? All right. Let, I think let, let's take, let's take this, this issue right, right out. Um, because it is, it is, it is not a no race bears any any risk factor actually, as far as I know, um, and 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 I stand not to be corrected on it. Um, when you are asking, so for how a quote, do you justify what happened to me then? <laughs> okay, when when you are asking for a quote, there's a, there's there's things that they ask you more than just your name. So they will ask you about questions about your. Um, what is your ID number? You'd have to give a different ID number. So you may have may have given a different ID number. We'll have to, for me to give you a a detailed response to this question. You'll have to get me those quotes, and I'll be able to point it out to you. Besides the race, uh, besides the names, uh, that the other one was Zulu and the other one was Tosa, <laughs> or the other one was uh, was English, um, you would you wouldn't get to a different premium just on the basis of of a name. There's a lot of things that go into that. Comments, questions, critiques, contributions, 0891-104-207. We are in conversation with an insurance specialist from Refined Wealth, Mr. Sekhubula Tobakhale, who's answering 
Erdny and every question you might have as it pertains to your short-term insurance. He is here to try and help us understand our insurance policies and the questions we should be asking, and more importantly, risk mitigation. Let's talk about risk management, Mtlegas. Yes, sir. What are the simple things that we as insurance policyholders ought to do to create a better profile of our lifestyles such that at a time when we have to claim that profile or that footprint that we leave behind, if you like, Mm -hmm. doesn't disservice us or disadvantage us Mm -hmm. at the time of making a claim because when the assessor comes and does his investigations or her investigations, Mm -hmm. that person tends to find information which justifies why the insurance company shouldn't pay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, okay, there, a number of things come, come into mind. I think the first thing is that when at the time that we're buying that insurance, we need to disclose everything. Mm-hmm. So if I've got a C1 license, I can all of a sudden you have a C1 license. If I'm, I'm an SA, a code B license, if I am I'm single, I cannot all of a sudden be married. Um, if I have uh, contents uh, that are stolen in my house, which are worth... Uh, 5,000 rents, they cannot all of a, su- all of a sudden uh, magically start now becoming pots that are 50,000 rents worth. Um, I cannot claim for a TV that I never had. So if, if I'm going to claim for things that I have, um, that I know that can be stolen, I need to keep record of the things that I buy. And not necessarily that you need to keep a slip of everything. Technology helps us today. We can, you know, insurance companies are able to use your card to trace if you say you bought your TV from Macro, for example, and see that it was you who bought this TV, therefore you don't have the slip now, but you can po- confirm, you know, that you did buy this TV from from uh, from that company that you bought it from. So, but you know, it's those type of things, making sure that the security that I tell the insurance company that I have in terms of in my car, in terms of in my house. Uh, it is actually the security that I have. If I don't have it, then I must make sure that before the policy starts, I do have that security. I've got that tracking device in the car. I don't drive drunk. Um, you know, if I'm going to have alcohol, I don't drive. You know, there's services available, you know, today where somebody can come and drive your vehicle. There's services available to get a taxi. You know, hailing, um, online hailing systems are available where people can, you know, can use those to, to go and entertain themselves. We have a voice note. Shall we play it, please? And let's hear what that um, client of ours has to say. Good evening and good evening to you, Mr. Tobakhale. I just wanted to get a clarity here. I took one of the funeral couple last month and over the phone and then the consultant didn't explain much to me to a point whereby I've realized when I've received the documentation that I've been... Uh, covered for non-natural death rather than being uh, covered for a natural death now in fact it was an accident accidental accident yeah i think it was accidental death accidental cause now i just wanted to find out why especially if most of people who are being uh, diagnosed with a certain diseases can be able to afford to be able to afford or to be able to be to open uh, the funeral covers in terms of the law or whatsoever because of it's so hard for some of us especially people who are chronically uh, ill to be able to to be able to open such thank you very much 
All right. Um, um, thank you very much for, for, for your note. Um, in terms of what you, you, you were saying regarding the, the funeral cover that you bought, I think it, it, uh, you must applaud yourself and everybody must applaud you that you have taken the time to read the documents, which is a very, very good thing. That if, for every policy that you buy, whether you bought it directly through the call center or you bought it online or you bought it through a broker or you bought it through somebody face-to-face at some office, you need to make sure that you what you thought you bought is what you bought. So you need to go through your documents. So well done. Um, on, on the cover that you got, which is not the cover that you really wanted, I think the, 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 the f- most important thing is to go back to the insurer and tell them that you you have not bought the insurance that, that you know the documents say that you you have um and they need to correct it if they're not able to connect it they can listen to the calls and they will be able to do what they need to do in order to make sure that you got the cover that you that you need um on the last uh, comment you made about you know you know members of society that are ill and are not able to obtain certain types of cover I wouldn't want to get into that per se because I'm more of a short-term specialist. But what I would know is that certain risks, you know, insurance companies find them difficult to to be able to contribute to what, you know, or, or indemnify or compensate. Um, like I said at the beginning, you know, if you're going to contribute to what a particular stock fell, you need to adhere to those terms and conditions. Um, but I know that, you know, um, generally, I mean, you know, like, for example, and I'll make an example, not necessarily that that's what you meant. People with HIV and AIDS are able to get um, funeral covers as well as, 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 as life covers. It might be at a different rate because maybe the risk might be regarded as differently. Let's talk about under insurance versus over insurance. Of course, we don't want to be underinsured because we will surprise ourselves at a time where we least want surprises. But when one is paying more in premiums than one ordinary probably could and should be, would there be any benefit in doing that? Um, if if you pay more, it's 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 up to you. <laughs> if 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 you if you have to insure your car for, I mean, let's talk about contents. It works mostly on contents. Yeah. So if you have to insure your contents for a million rands and you go and insure it for a, for one point five million rands, you must have your own reasons. You can't just do things, you know, willy nilly. You need to speak to your advisor and and you need to come to a point where where it's understandable because. Um, over insurance doesn't mean that you'll be overcompensated or over indemnified because the purpose of short term insurance is to put you back in the same position that you were in prior to the incident. So if you had a, a, um, a, a cell phone, you will get a cell phone back of a particular make. Um, but if in, in, in terms of, 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 of the household contents insurance, what you need to make sure there is that you're covered for the current replacement value. Um, so if you buy a set of couches today, the insurer will, and you lose them 10 years down the line, the insurer will replace them for the value of couches 10 years down the line because, you know, they might not be available still in the market or, you know, um, there might be better things. Uh, so you need to make sure that you always check, um, you know, a similar type of couches that you have, how much are they worth. Insurance, certain insurance companies do evaluate uh, surveys uh, they will come out when you have covered a certain amount of money so like you know one insurer if you're covered for 1.5 million they'll come and do an evaluation and give you a no average uh, letter which is is what will happen to your policy should you be underinsured because the insurer will then say 
you know, you were supposed to be insured for 10 rands, but uh, you are actually covered for 8 rands, and therefore you are underinsured for 2 rands. And when they pay, they will pay proportionately. Let's talk about now something which you touched on earlier on, but I, uh, for some reason mm-hmm. I forgot to sort of probe you on. What are the benefits of going direct? In other words, calling the agent, I mean, calling the insurance company itself or getting a quotation at desktop insurance mm-hmm. or going through somebody like you who is a broker. And are there any cost implications one way or the other? All right. Going through a broker on um, going through direct, um, there is no cost implication um, unless you and your broker agree on a broker fee. Otherwise, the insurance company will pay the same, will pay a, a certain portion which is which is um, regulated by the board uh, of of short term of, of of insurance, um, where they will say you know you will get fifteen percent on average on a combined policy, but that combined policy premium let's say it's a thousand rands. Whether you go through a broker or you go through a call center, you will still pay a thousand rands, mm-hmm. and it doesn't matter who actually quoted you. At times, you, you may have leverage because the call center has got mandate and they've got the immediacy of talking to their team leader to get you deep, you know, more discount. Yes. The broker uh, may have leverage if they have a bigger book with the insurance company to, to get an upfront 10% discount, for example. Sure. <clears throat> um, so whether you go through a broker or not, you will still pay the same premium. But the difference, according to me, in mm. my understanding, is that when you have a broker, you have somebody that you can rely on 24 hours so to speak so this guy doesn't go away on weekend uh, type of thing you know he works seven days a week you can call him um if he he's not available or he or she is not available then they, 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 then you can send them an email and you know that you know they, they become a friend sure. they become somebody that is very very close to you and you don't make silly mistakes like um not you know, wanted to claim for something that you didn't have, for example, because they will caution you against things like that. They will tell you, no, this is not covered. Mr. Sekhobola Tobakhale of Refined Wealth Insurance Specialist, giving us an understanding of the insurance industry, particularly short-term insurance. Thank you so much. Sekhobola at refined.co.za if you want to get hold of him. But nonetheless, thank you so much. That is the show. Final comments from you, sir? Ten seconds? Um, I think it's very, very important for, for all of us as society, if we want to change the type of premiums that we see in the market, uh, the type of rates that insurance companies are, are charging, uh, most of us, we should, we should buy into, into, into risk management. Because at the end of the day, if you lose anything uh, of value to you, you will be required, you will need to replace it. Really want that, eh? The paper yalla tela, blay as a brief angeskakel.